doctrine. Look with me in 1 Timothy chapter number 1, verse number 9. If you're there, say amen. amen. 1 Timothy chapter number 1 and verse number 9. The Bible said, knowing this, that the law is not made for a righteous man, but for the lawless and disobedient, for the ungodly and for sinners, for unholy and profane, for murderers of fathers and murderers of mothers, for manslayers, for whoremongers, for them that defile themselves with mankind, for men-stealers, for liars, for perjured persons. And if there be any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine, uh, jump over in 2 Timothy chapter number 4 tonight. 2 Timothy chapter number 4 tonight. And let's begin looking there uh, in verse number uh, verse number 2. <clears throat> you just have to bear with me. His cough will not leave. Alright? 1 Timothy, or excuse me, 2 Timothy chapter 4, <clears throat> verse number 2. <clears throat> the Bible says, Preach the word, be instant in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and what? For the time will come when they will not endure what? Sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. Let's jump right next door to the book of Titus, chapter 1. Titus, chapter number 1, and verse number, uh, look, just look in verse number 9 for sake of time tonight. Titus 1 9. If you're there, say amen. amen. The Bible said, Holding fast the faithful word as he hath been taught, that he may be able by what? Both to exhort and to what? Convince the gainsayers. Now, go to Titus chapter number 2. Titus chapter number 2. And let's look there in verse number 1. The Bible says this, But speak thou the things which become what? Sound doctrine, that the aged men be sober, grave, temperate, sound in faith, in charity, in patience. The aged women likewise, that they be in behavior as becometh holiness, not false accusers, not given to much wine, teachers of good things, that they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their own husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, Good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed. And goes on to say, young men likewise exhort to be sober-minded in all things, showing thyself a pattern of good works in what? Doctrine, showing uncorruptness, gravity, sincerity, sound speech that cannot be condemned. That's all we'll read just for tonight. So uh, sake of time, we'll, we'll look at each of these again as the Lord lets us. But I want to go into this thought, and we've already started on Sunday. I typically wouldn't carry over into a Wednesday, but I, I really feel led of the Lord uh, to just go back to this. And it's been some heavy preaching. It's been hard preaching, but it has been holy preaching. Can I get a little help? And I, I'll be honest with you, the response... Sunday was absolutely tremendous, I thought. And I, I hope tonight that God will continue to speak into our hearts the things He has for us to see and for the things He wants to say. So let's pray. And you pray with me and pray for me tonight. All right, Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, we thank you, God, for the opportunity to come. And Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to be in your house one more time. But uh, Lord, now it is time. And I, uh, Lord, I stand here in need, God, in dire need of a... 
touch from heaven. Lord, I pray that the sweet Holy Ghost, Lord, would come by and God would touch me, not because I deserve it, uh, Lord, not because it's just something that's owed to me, uh, but God, I'm desperate for all from help from Almighty God. And so, Lord, if you would, one more time, in spite of me, if you would use me, not for my glory, but for thy glory and for helping the, uh, the furtherance of your word in the hearts of your people, Lord, I'd sure thank you and praise you, and I'd bless your good, holy, sweet name. So, Lord, one more time, give us that power and that usher. We'll thank you for all that you do and all that you say. And it is in Jesus' name we ask and pray and all the Lord's people said. Amen and amen. You can be seated tonight. Again, we're looking at this very simple, but I believe profound thought on what is sound doctrine. Now, if we were to go around tonight probably and ask what is sound doctrine, even while well, I say prior to preaching on this, most answers that would be given would be something like this. Well, sound doctrine is we believe in the death, the burial, and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ and that being the gospel. And I would not disagree with you. That is, my friend, very sound doctrine. But when we begin to look at the text, it goes further than uh, simply what we know or what we have been taught to believe or even what we have found as doctrine for ourselves. Uh, uh, we find in these pastoral epistles that uh, my friend that, that, that Paul has begun writing uh, to both Timothy and Titus and each of the four times that he brings up sound doctrine every single time that sound doctrine is recorded in your Bible it is not referring to men here's what you need to believe or this is what we believe but instead sound doctrine in the Bible is taking what they have been taught and the doctrines that they believe and illustrating their doctrine through and by their lives I need a little help tonight uh, can I say that God has not changed his mind one ounce about what it is to be a Christian uh, there's so many people that profess that they know God but in works they deny him can I get a little help the Bible said that we are surely here that we we would live in days where uh, men and women would have a form of godliness but they would deny the power thereof now here's what we're not interested in creating here uh, at this church. We are not trying to uh, create religious robots. Can I get a little help? And we're also not trying to create rebellious people uh, that's thrown around the name of our lovely Savior. So where do we go? If you go too far to the left, uh, you're a liberal. If you go far to the right, you're a legalist. You'll start making stuff up that's not even in God's Word. Can I get a little help? Uh, my friend, and become self-righteous and look at me and if you can't tote the standard I tote then you must not know God like I know but we're going neither side tonight I need a little help tonight y'all help me Sunday help me tonight we're not going to go too far to the left and we're not going to go too far to the right I'm not trying to pick a side tonight I'm trying to be in the right way can I get a little help I mean I'm trying my friend to please the Lord and I want our church 
earth to please God through and by sound doctrine. Well, preacher, what do you find? What do you mean? What are you trying to say? Well, how many times have you approached somebody and asked them, well, I'd like for you to come to church with me on Sunday. And they say, well, preacher, or well, sir, well, ma'am, I would. But I'll be honest with you. I just ain't real sure where, where y'all's preacher stands on on on, uh, on on baptism of John. And I just don't know what he thinks about whether old, old Philip was, where, where, where John the Baptist, how he's filled the Holy Ghost in his mother's way. I mean, what what's he believe? I don't know. I'd probably come, but I mean, what's he think about the gap over in Genesis 1, 1, 1, 2? I mean, what does he got to say about the gap? I, what's he believe? Have y'all ever heard anybody say that? Absolutely not. But here's what they will say. Well, I wouldn't go to church, but 30 years ago, I, I was pretty involved in our church. And we had a man that everybody loved and trusted. He was a deacon. Uh, but he stole a bunch of money and took off and left his wife. And we don't know what happened to it. Uh, we, I wouldn't come to church, but uh, years ago, the preacher done me wrong and uh, packed up and left the church in a bunch of dead. And that uh, never was good. Are y'all with me? Uh, you say, what is that? Well, they've had a head-on collision with people who were not so sound in their doctrine. I'm trying to tell you tonight, it makes no difference how much you know when your life does not back up what you claim to believe. We've had all kinds of people, my friend, put a black eye on the church of the living God because they say one thing and do another. But honey, you better hear me tonight. God's looking for somebody to sign up for old time, Holy Ghost. King James Bible Christian living uh, my friend that'll stand in the gap uh, and won't point the finger itself uh, and won't point the finger at their neighbor but'll lift holy hands uh, to a righteous God I ain't got her all figured out and you ain't got her all figured out but if we can be a light uh, to a lost in a dying world uh, and they see that we're sound uh, in the doctrine of this Bible we can be a witness in a light to our lost friends and our lost loved ones. We've all got them. And you know what the last thing they need to see out of you and me? A life that goes contrary to the doctrine that we are supposed to treasure, hold, and believe. What is sound doctrine? Well, there's all kinds of things that are sound doctrine. And it goes deeper than what day Jesus rose on. It goes deeper than, uh, than, than, than what do you think about the different dispensations. And listen, I'm not avoiding all that. We establish those doctrines. I, I, I mean, we establish a thousand. We know this Bible teaches that Jesus is coming back to rule and reign for a thousand years. And we've established that we're going to rule and reign with Him. And we've established that the, one of these days the trumpet of God will sound and the dead in Christ will rise. We believe that doctrine. But listen to me, it makes no... People do not care how much you know. They want to know how much you care. There, there, there's always a crowd that knows the book. Listen to me right here. We're easing back into this. There's always been a crowd. You know what them Pharisees tried to stump up Jesus with? The Word of God. Well, and His name shall be called the Word of God. And they tried to take the Scriptures and turn it on the author of the Scripture. Listen to me. They knew the book, but it makes no difference how much you know the book. If people can't see that the book lives within you. 
And every time, it's like the green lights of heaven started flashing when I ran across this the other day. I just never seen it. I never heard it. I never never paid no attention really to sound doctrine. But every time that we find sound doctrine four times in these pastoral epistles, it is not referring to necessarily just what is to be believed or to be established. It, It occurs and it shows up in a way of life. This is exactly what God has established through and by His Word tonight, that you and I be sound in doctrine. Remember this, tonight words are shallow. Can I get a little help? I'm only, I'm only 12 minutes in. That's reading and praying and all. So y'all just hang tight for about 5 or 10 or 20 or 30 or 45 more minutes. We'll be done in about an hour and a half. Alright? Uh, but listen to me. Words are very shallow tonight. How many people have told you one thing and they do another? You know what you're going to do if that's the way you live in your life? In your life, if you go to work and you say one thing but do another, you know what you're going. You're not going to do. You're not going to win anybody for the Lord Jesus. If you if you go to work and you rant and rave and and, and every time something don't go your way that you you just you know saw up and and run the boss down, you're not winning nobody there to Jesus. Nobody wants your God because you're not so sound. In your doctrine. Doctrine goes deeper in all those things. Did you know it's still in the Bible? There's still doctrine concerning sanctification. I, I, well, I, there's about four of you that's come to have church, I believe, with me tonight. So we'll just, we'll just help each other, alright? It's still in your Bible to live a life that is clean and holy before God. Yes, sanctification. You know it's still in your Bible not to be a talebearer. Are you listening to me? When, 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 you know, when you know the news about your neighbor before they know the news. Red flag. You ain't winning nobody to Jesus. Come on somebody. All these things are doctrine. Modesty, still doctrine. Are you with me? Marriage is still a Bible doctrine. God has an order for marriage. Oh yes, and ain't nobody in this day now. That's why. That's why uh, that we just read. There's coming a day they'll not endure sound doctrine. You know what the day we're living in, don't you? Okay, if you get married. Okay, if you don't get married. Okay, if you get married to a man. If you're a woman. Okay, if you get married to a woman. If you're a woman. If you're a man, it's all right to marry a gal. Or if you're a man, it's all right to marry a guy. I've come to tell you, every bit of that was hatched straight out of hell. And God is still very clear on what biblical marriage is. And it is still sound doctrine that my friend concerning marriage. I think we ought to talk to God. He's the institutor of marriage. First thing he ever created with man was a marriage. Was a home, a married, a man and a woman, and they were one flesh. By the way, the Bible says this, and two, uh, two twain have become one. And for this call shall a man. I need y'all to hear me right here. I, I know, I know about it. everybody's probably been married long enough, but we've got some coming up. Listen to me. If you ain't married, you need to listen to me. You need to listen to me. Uh, I'm telling you. Therefore, the Bible said, if a man, uh, a man and a woman come together, the Bible said that he ought to leave his father and mother. And 
and cleave unto his wife and vice versa. We got too many mom-in-laws and too many daddy-in-laws trying to be in the marriage, in the wedding ceremony. Hey, mama, it ain't your job to butt in. Hey, daddy, it ain't your job to butt in. God told them two to leave you and now they're responsible one to the other. We live in a day if she gets upset, daddy's going to show up and pack her off. Come on, somebody. She ain't daddy's responsibility no more. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about the extreme. I'm not talking about where there's, you know, probable. I'm not talking about all that. I'm talking about because they had a little fight in the kitchen. She wants to run home and mom and daddy will come get her. You, Mamas and daddies, I know we ain't got them old enough we're going to before we can blink twice. Well, y'all can't do that. That ain't sound doctrine. Come on, somebody. And, and listen to me, listen to me, ladies. Every time something don't go your way, it ain't your job to call your mother and tell her everything. Amen. Amen. I don't have to worry about that. Praise the Lord. Come on, somebody. I mean, I, they, I've got problems if y'all got problems, but I ain't fighting that one. I'm glad I ain't got to fight her and her mother. Come on, somebody. I'd be on Valium and, and everything else. I can't take that. One's enough. Come on. I'm, I'm trying to tell you these are Bible doctrines. They're not just life principles. They're Bible doctrines. Did you know it's still a Bible doctrine to discipline your children? I, I, I don't know if I'm ever going to preach through this message because I, I can't never get past just a little bit and I, I get hung up. Did you know it's still right before God to take a rod and bust their tails? Come on, somebody. I'm not talking about being a weirdo and just thriving, sitting on the edge of your seat. If you all the time wanting to beat kids or you all the time wanting to rejoice because somebody else is beating kids, you're a freak. Y'all ain't going to help me tonight, are you? I don't rejoice when Deacon it's a, and matter of fact he probably needs to do it more and we all do but I don't rejoice when Deacon like takes one of his youngins and beats the brakes off the rear end. That ain't none of my business. Amen. And you ought not be that way either but we do have a responsibility somebody. We do have a responsibility to let our children know it's still King James Bible. It's still sound doctrine to discipline our Children. Can I give you a little pastoral advice? Don't just wear them out and then don't talk to them about why you done it. Elijah got a good one three or four days ago. I mean, it'd been a while. It'd been a while. He, you know how I'm talking about a good one. He gets a lot of pain bone hits. Stop. Now I'm talking about pants on the ground, over the knee. Rubber baby butt cheeks. About four or five. Pow! It's like a 22 going off. Pow! 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 Why? Because he thought it'd be a real good idea. And his 18 month old sister was bugging her, bugging him to smack her. That ain't gonna work at the Griffith residence. Nope. 
Come on, somebody. And he's, oh, dad, 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 dad. And I said, I let him go, car. Car for me. I said, come here. I said, you know why he got whooped? Yes. She can't be hitting on his sister. I know, daddy. I said, don't ever do it again. And we hugged. And we kissed. And we went on about our business. I think that's child abuse. Then you're not a Bible believer. Come on, somebody. I, 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 don't, I, I feel nudged right here. Y'all are resisting this for some reason, so I think I'll camp here just about 10 or 15 or 20 more, 40 miles or 50 more minutes. People, you're doing them a great injustice according to that Bible. You know what you're doing? You're making them, you're instilling a fear of God in them when you discipline them. Come on, somebody. Now, let me say this. It's crazy the things you have to preach on in these days. But it's not your job to discipline nobody's children but yours. Yes, sir. I'm going to step a little bit further. And, and some of you grandparents will talk to me at the church. I'll be fine. I ain't going to argue with you. But I believe we've got Bible for this. It's, I'm going to go as far as I'm really going to make somebody mad right here. It ain't my mom and daddy's job to whip my youngies. That's your saying. That's on me. There's not one verse in there that says grandfather and grandmother don't spare the rod on your grandchild. I talk about letting them be wild or deer and hurt yourself. Every now and then they miss it. No, no, Emma or lives are very soft. I talk about looking out for them but to just haul off and I couldn't pay them $500 a piece to do it to begin with. Y'all with me? But I've heard people make this statement. And by the way, be careful saying stuff when you're not living. I tell you one thing, bless God, my get grand names, they do that, they're going to pack one home. Two or three problems right here. Number one, number one, sir, according to that Bible, it ain't your job. That's right. Number two, you send Junior home packing one, your son ain't a little boy no more. I still believe in honoring and respecting my fellow tape, son. They send my kids home with me and them, I'm going to have to talk. Come on, somebody. I'm not being dishonored my mom and daddy, but I will let them know, hey, I was going to be here in two hours, I could have done it. That's right. Are y'all ready? Boy, we just had the ball tonight. I'm sorry, but I'm trying to get y'all to realize there's some good, sound doctrine in there that's overlooked. You know what? When you when you talk when you brag about whooping on your kids at work, you or you 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 tell them how much they ought to be whooping on there. Look here, you ain't helping a soul get to Jesus. Now, there's a flip side of that. If you don't whoop your kids, you don't know why? You're not so sound. Yeah, that's right. Oh, boy, man. See, there was no resistance Sunday, but there's resistance tonight. So that tells me it's a few here that need to be your Sunday. You're not so sound in your doctrine. Hey, Mama, hollering at them kids. I don't know we all do it out of frustration at times. But listen to me. Provoke not your children to wrath. Yes, sir. You are not correcting them. You are making them to be rebels. Yes, sir. 
But my mama would go and pop me in the jaw. I did not learn anything from that. You corrected your mama? Kind of. Not trying to, but yeah, a little bit. I'm not popping my kids in the face. Because it ain't in the Bible. Oh, no. Y'all ain't going to help me a bit tonight, are you? It ain't in the Bible to smack them across the face. I was wanting to get point three, but I believe we were hanging up on introduction again. It ain't in the Bible to hold on and smack your youngin' in the face. When you do, you are not teaching them nothing. You're making them hate your ever-loving guts. My mama would smack me in the mouth. I remember the fury and the anger and the rage that would come out of the soles of my feet and through the top of my head like electricity. Did it humble you down? No. I knew I had to get away or I was going to get myself put in jail. But my daddy could say, in the bedroom. And all of a sudden, I thought, there but a handful of times that I can really remember him taking that big old leather belt. It was about 150 yards long, same way. He'd water it up about three times, four times. He'd say, all right, son, bend over. When I walked out of there, you know what I'd done? I felt sorry for what I had done wrong. I said, under God, Josh, please never do something so stupid again. Yes, yes. And I looked at my daddy, and I knew this man cares about me. Yeah. Right. He's trying to teach me, and he loves me. He didn't have to tell me none of that, which he did a lot, but he didn't have to. Right. He didn't provoke me to wrath. He tore me up. Preach. Broke my will, corrected me biblically. Yeah. And now when my dad says something, even if I don't like it. I still go back to them days. Now I know he ain't going to put me over the bed no more. Unless I got real out of line, he might would. <laughs> he might would. If I poked as many deer as you did, I'd, I'd get a wolf. <laughs> I'd get a wolf. My daddy wolf me over there. But I remember that. You know what I am as a 30 going on 31 this spring? You know what I am to this day? Thankful. Yeah. Yeah. My mom would give me some walkers. Once you give them the right way, I appreciated them a little bit. They didn't hurt that bad, though. Somebody say amen. <laughs> Do you know what they were establishing in me? Sound doctrine. Yes, sir. Sound doctrine. You know the problem nowadays with children? While the homes are a mess? Boys, I was really going to try to move on a little. I'm sorry. I'm a, there's just so much to preach about when Sam Doctrine that's in that Bible. Y'all ever been to Walmart? Have you ever? I know you probably not. I'm probably the only one. Have you ever walked through Walmart and made this remark to your husband and your wife? If that was my youngin'. Oh, yeah. Y'all been sitting at the restaurant and say, if that was ours, we'd be packing her out of here. 
You don't know why America's in shape she's in or homes are in shape. You don't know why our schools are... You don't know why kids when they're getting told to get off Xbox are going in the daddy safe, getting ARs and killing people. Come on, somebody. I mean, I, I mean, listen, that, there's a story that happened years ago in Corbin. A young boy got grounded off the Xbox right that time, 10 minutes from here. He got grounded off the Xbox, went and got an AR, blowed his daddy's brains out and his mama's brains out and ended up somewhere way up north getting caught by the cop and shot himself and killed him. He wasn't about 15 or 16 years old because he got told no. I know we can do it all right, but we can still go right and go bad. Come on, somebody. But you got a lot better chance. Try and help you home right here. We, we talked a little bit about marriage on Sunday, and that wasn't on purpose. And now we're talking about ch this for children on Wednesday, and this ain't on purpose. I didn't have no intention to say none of this, but here we are. You don't know why at 16 that he'll stay in after school detention or he'll get kicked out and go to the rock or you'll have to put him on homebound or you'll have him in every school in the county because if he don't fear you, he ain't listening to nobody at school. And when God comes by and speaks to him, he don't care what God has to say. He ain't never been made to care what you've got to say. He ain't going to care what God says. So he'll die and go to hell. And then when he gets of age, if he, if he even makes it that long, he's going to do what he wants because that's what he's always done. And you know where doing what you want gets you in jail. I'm trying to help you tonight. Did you know it's possible? As cute and innocent as that boy right there is, if y'all just give up on him and don't care, and don't discipline him and don't make him accountable and don't bring him to church and don't tell him about the Lord and don't live like he's supposed to live and don't take him there and don't read him the Bible and don't and he throw all it out the window like a bunch of our mutual friends have done. He may not make it past one. He may not make it past I had a bunch down in high school because they was wild and bucks. Got out drinking and drugging and got killed in car wrecks and everything else. Had two or three of my good buddies in, in high school kill herself. Don't know why? Most of the time, again, this is not every situation, it's not every scenario. But a lot of the times, it boils down to this. They did not have a biblical raising. And they were never rooted. And their home was never established in sound. We went way off the rails tonight. But that's what the Lord wanted, I guess. I, I I told y'all I don't know how long I'll be here. It looks it's looking like a mighty mighty good wow. Paul, you you don't know why I, I made this statement before I come to church tonight. You don't know why when Paul's talking to Timothy and Titus where he goes over and he talks about that bishop. It, get, it gets to the part where it says he must be able to rule his own home. And another part of Scripture says if he can't rule his own home, then how shall he take care of or how shall he care for the house? How shall he rule the house of God? Yeah. You know what still sound doctrine? Yeah. I ain't got all my eyes God and T's crossed. I'm going to be the first one to tell you. You listen to me? I ain't sitting up here in that pocket because I'm telling you it ain't. But God knows my heart, and I'm trying 
the best I know how to get my wife and my children under submission and subjection. Because it's sound doctrine. And if I can't, preacher, if I can't, this is how serious this is. And I'll do it. I want you to mark this down being recorded. Hold me to it. If I can't get them done, I'll walk in here with a letter of resignation and tell y'all I'm unfit for the job because I can't rule my own home. I promise y'all will. I'll not drag y'all's name through the mud. I'll not drag mine and her and my children's name through the mud. I'll not be a living joke. I'll not be a false ensample. I don't do this for no reason. I take it lateral and serious. I'm telling you because it's sound doctrine. And I'm supposed to be teaching y'all what your home's supposed to look like. So everybody wants to pastor. Oh, let's go. I want to pastor. You get ready for the pressure of all eyes. Yeah. Yes, sir. Well, I heard him make that comment out there. I seen what happened. I ain't listening to nothing he got to say tonight. Yeah. Yes, because you're not very sound in doctrine. That's right. Because I'm a mortal man too. Come on, somebody. I'll just sell that bless God out and out and I'll show him. And you're going to give an account of God for that. Come on, somebody. Yes. And here's what it boils down to. Everybody loves the Lord. But what we've come to find out real quick is there's not so many that are sound as they think they are in their doctrine. Lord have mercy. We have took a major detour once again. But these are still Bible doctrines. I'm trying to quit. Did you know to be an effeminate is still Bible doctrine? You know God that men supposed to look like men? I know we got two points out on Sunday tonight ain't looking good. I know I ain't, I ain't in the routine. Everything ain't just that foot. But listen to me. We're living today. If anything needs preached, this stuff needs preached. Yes, Boys, don't not come in wearing necklaces and jewelry and having a firm mullet. I got one amen. We're against firm mullets. Come on, somebody. I ain't got no hair going down my back and I ain't putting rollers in it with grandma before we come to church on Sunday. Yes, sir. Well, me and grandma, we gotta wake up at 8 o'clock because we gotta perm our hair. What else, you friend? Hey, we need to get back to men looking like men. I done made half y'all man, but it'd be all right. Still Bible doctors, it's a shame for a man to have long hair. It's St. John's Christmas theology tonight. I mean, y'all not that. Oh, God, first thing with the gators looks like a queer. A little great glory and right, baby. I'm talking about, hey, we need some men to look like men. I don't care how good he's saying. It looks like a woman. Well, Ain't we just so thrilled to be here tonight? Yes, sir. Here in peace.
like a river, a tender way. Y'all see these young boys? They look like a dog that's got its head caught in a hole tree of coon and it bit a nerve. It's still sound doctrine. Well, this hair's just got so hard to deal with. That's why I'm going to go to the barber shop and get me in high and tight. Come on, somebody. It's not sound doctrine. Well, I didn't even know that right there, but it's all right. Good night. Good night. Good night. We ought to look like what God made us look like. Right. Oh, boy. Come on. Oh, I'm about to step off in a deep hole right here. Man, if you go get manicures and pedicures, say all. He's a screw loose somewhere. First of all, they would lock me up if I pulled my feet out of one of them. Play. Oh, you're something tight on the side. They'd lock me up. You're done. Yes. That's one reason I'm not going. They lock me up. They put me in jail. That's a decent exposure at the highest level to see these things right here. I promise you. I don't know what happened to them. You can talk to my dad about it. I don't know why our toenails look like they, they look like wooden. They look like they're wood. I don't know. It's like Indian engravings. My big toes look like Sasquatch. I don't know what's wrong with them. I'm not going and getting rubber or cotton or whatever they put between all my... I ain't hurts to even do that. Between all my fingers, I'll let them file down all my cub cubicles, cuticles, what do you call them things? We're off the rails, Sister Jesse. Just enjoy it because we're done way over now at this point. Yeah, man, I might as well. <coughs> I'm trying to make them because it is funny, but do you all realize these are the days we're living? So that's what it is. And you know the problem? Now let me listen. You say, oh, it's all out in the world. Stop. Nope. It used to be, right. but it ain't no more. Right. That's right. No, 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 no. It's not all out in the world no more. Now it's in the churches. Yes. Right. You know why? They're not so sound right. in their doctrine. Right. They're not so sound in their doctrine yet. Why, why do you say if you're going to, any lady that's going to get up in the choir, she's going to be up here with the eye to see me to have a dress on because I want to be identified as women. Right. Now, y'all, if you, like I said this Sunday, if you make your wife wear a dress all the time, that's your business. I'm not against that. Yes, Come on, somebody. We're just going to get all the high points while we're right here. I'm not against it, but I don't think she has to as long as she's modest. Right, that's right. Okay? Yeah. But here, up here, that's what we want. Why do we go to wear skirts to BBS? Because a lot of these little old girls live, are living at home with two women. 
One of them's got a pine pipe buzz cut, and the other one's got a perm like her brother yeah. down her back. And the one behind tight's got a bob wire tattoo on her arm and wears a dog chain and Air Jordans and, and, and you know, Led Zeppelin t-shirts with cargo shorts. Yeah. And that's all she knows that a woman's supposed to look like. Yeah. So under God, she comes to God's house, she all said a vast difference. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen, Brother Josh. Good preaching. Good preaching. It's just... Reverence. Yes. Modesty. Right. Yes. We're, we're not here fist bumping, smoking, smoking doobies in the parking lot. Can I get a little help? Yes, we're not having youth night where all the teenagers go flock together and make out and do all that stuff and have Snapchat and Twitter wars while the preacher's over here giving his two minute little you know sitcom on why God is love and why we're so glad you're here at the bridge or in our situation. We're so honored to have you at the creek. Sound, sound. Yeah. Bruce, right. Bruce. They're not very sound and doubtful. Yeah. So what, we, what, we, what we're trying to establish that the Bible still says a whole lot of things that are overlooked. And I don't care how much doctrine, how much beliefs you know, if you're not living a life that is seen that is evident for the eyes of your beholders out in this world and even in the church to see, you're not so sound in your doctrine. This is, oh, this is topical preaching. No, it's not topical preaching. You can look at all the verses. I mean, go with me to Titus. Let's just look there again. Look at what Titus had to say about it. Uh, in verse number, verse chapter 2, verse 1, he said, Speak thou the things which become what? Alright, what things are sound doctrine? What is sound doctrine? That the aged men be sober, clear thinkers, grave, temperate, sound in faith, in charity, in patience, that the aged women likewise, that they be in behaviors becometh holiness, not false accusers, not giving them much wine, teachers of good things, that they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet. Come on, somebody. Chase. Keepers at home. I believe we ought to say that again. Keepers at home. Good. Is there... Good. It'd do a lot of it. Some good just to learn how to be good. Uh, good. Obedient to their own husbands. This is not JavaScript theology. This is not Baptist theology. The husband's not the Lord. But he is the head of the home. Why should all these things take place? Verse 5, bottom part, that the word of God be not. You think that's a big deal to God or not? You know where all them things are a product of? Sound doctrine. People say, oh, you ain't preaching doctrine. You're preaching a bunch of opinions. No. No. I'm not giving one opinion. No. It's all... In the back. Yeah. 
I'm going to wrap her up. Sorry, I blowed her tonight. I know I had. We didn't get back to nothing. I wanted to. But listen to me, folks. This is sound doctrine. It's just what it is. Men ought to be men. Women ought to be women. Children ought to obey their parents. I mean, ladies has got a job to teach the younger women. And y'all got a, maybe a old time Holy Ghost praying grandma or something. Or an aunt or mama. Maybe you don't have anybody in your family like that. Guess what? You can be the first. But maybe there's somebody in your life that can leave that impression on you. Any y'all got that? Anybody got somebody, an old, I mean a holy woman in your life that you can track down? And she left an impression on you. She went, all we are is a slave. We don't do nothing. We just stay at home all day and we cook and we clean. We can never do nothing. But according to that Bible, listen, can I please help the ladies right here for like 10 minutes and we, I promise I'll let you go. Did you know that that is the order of God? That's right, man. So I'm going to ask you ladies, do you care about God's order and will for you as a lady? Now, if you work a job, ladies, I'm not, I'm not against you. I'm not going to preach you down for that. But I'm going to tell you where America messed up. Yep, they did. All this women equal rights business. Got a bunch of you women feeling like the head honcho. That's why you ain't never done your job as a wife. Yes, sir. Or a mother. Because I'm a strong, independent woman. Hey, listen to me. God didn't make you to be that. When women accept that God wanted them is to work at home. I know there ain't nobody preaching like you. I'm 30 years old preaching like old timers did 150 years ago. But it's still Bible. Yes, sir. Let the husband go out and work like a Hebrew slave. When he comes home, he ain't got to worry about the mess. He ain't got to worry about running through a drive through He ain't got to worry about some other woman bringing him supper at work. And them, and them youngs didn't have to be raised by the babysitters. That's right. God, I'm in trouble, ain't it? But it's right. It's right. Dave cares and perverts raising our youngins. Hey, I'm trying to tell you, God had this fixed a long time ago. They would have been a lot less children molested and mama being home instead of working 15, 60 hours a week. And daddy's been out of, at the labor house uh, instead on Xbox uh, while mama's paying it. I'm telling you, it's sound. We've got a bunch of spoiled, rotten, lazy brats sitting at home. They're, they're gamers. They ain't drug out in the field somewhere and whooped. Yes, sir. We mean gamers. Come on, somebody. Grow up, be a man, and get off that bunch of stuff. Go out yonder and shoot something, bless God. Go outside and find something to do. I mean, why you got to sit and talk to a bunch of other freak men on the internet for five, six, and twelve hours a night, and your wife have to do everything? Oh, we in trouble. 
saying. Yes, sir. Well, we got old guy to do nothing more. That's why our boys don't know how to shoot a deer. Yeah, yeah. But they're number one on Call of Duty. We're either doing it to Griffith House, friend. Oh, no. He ain't going to have a headset. He ain't going to be number one on Call of Duty. He ain't going to be on all that stuff. I'm going to teach him how to shoot the daylights out of something. And skin a deer and, and rip a turkey's feathers. Plug wide open with his bare hands. You know how you do it. I'm sure. You know what my, what my girls to do? I promise we're going home. I want to come and say, Dad, look, ow, I got a boo-boo. That's what I want. That's right. I don't want to say, ah, it'll be alright. No, 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 no. No, we're not doing that. Not for my girls. Mm -mm. No. I want to say, Daddy, my fingernail hurts. So bad. You know what I'll say? That's why I'm talking about saying. You know, I say, oh, let me see. I'm going to use your right nasty, ugly finger. I'm going to say, oh, baby, it's okay. That's right. That's right, preacher. Yeah, man. Yeah. Come here, big lads. I'm done. I got to wrap her up, man. We got to go home. Sandy. Oh, thank you, baby. Roger and Emma to Pastor Josh. Thank God bless you. Yep, he still got busted lip, busted it Sunday. Some of y'all don't worry. I don't know what he's doing. He goofed around, fell and busted his lip, and he's bleeding everywhere. And he come over, I said, come here, come here, come here. He said, oh, you know, it hurt. And I said, hold on, hold on, calm down. And I was putting that way. He's bad, bad. I said, just calm down, son. It don't hurt as bad as you think it does. Just calm down. And we put the pressure on that little lip. He's got a little scratch under his eye. How's your ears looking? You know what I want for him? To be just what he is. That's right. He's a boy. Amen. Right. Ain't that right, son? Yes, sir. You might have to walk somebody for it's over, don't you? <laughs> hey, people don't agree with a lot of things, but I'm going to tell you something. If he can bloody his lip, and I said, now listen, calm down, but listen, it's going to be all right. Go on. You know what he done? He just went on. Yeah. Did it hurt? Sure it hurt. But I don't know what God's going to do with him. Or I don't know what, what his life holds, but you know what I'm teaching him as a man? He's going to have to endure some hurt. That's right. Whether it's mental, emotional, or physical. Yep. Can I say tonight you're looking at a hurting man? I'm wounded in a lot of ways. Here's my girl, see? The drama mama. Right here she is. <laughs> now this one is very dramatic. <laughs> You know what I want him to know how to do? Just bear it. Hey, hey, man, how many of y'all's nearly cut your fingers off before at work or something? You just wrap it up black tape and finish your shift because you knew. That's right, yeah. If you didn't, your family couldn't afford to pay cut that week. That's right, Huh? Mama, she's sitting at home with a headache and, boy, she's laid in the bed for like five hours. And if you ain't careful, you, you'll, get, you'll, get, you'll get so tore up at her. For having that headache. But listen to me. She can't bear that headache as much as you can bear that finger being cut off. Are you listening to me? I know we all get aggravated at times. I know we do. 
That's the way God made it, Brother, Brother Jonathan. I said, Brother Jonathan, I'll hush right here. We're looking at a man right here. Do you, do you know he could have kicked her back and drew a disability check the rest of his life and that could have been it. Mm -hmm. And I don't think nobody would have been upset about it. He can't walk. Y'all with me? Yeah. Cerebral palsy. And I know there's some that have it much worse. There's a lot more uh, worse cases of it, I think. And some would consider what he's doing, some would not consider it to be work, but I'm going to tell you something. Wheeling in that car and driving all over America. Yes, sir. All over blessed America. Yes, sir. And in other foreign countries at times. He can't get up and put his work boots. I'm about to get real happy. He can't strap his work boots on like some of you boys did this morning. Yes, sir. But his little wife can make sure his tie's straight. That's right. Uh-huh. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, thank you. And Tony's <laughs> King James Bible on his lap and go all over this blessed country. Yep. Bragging on Jesus instead of staying at home depressed and crying yes, and drawing a check. Yes, sir. And God allows him to provide for them in ways that this man should have never been able to provide for us. And ain't a man in here ought not take your right hand. Yes, sir. He could have quit. He's a man. Right. His wife is a woman. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. She has to do tasking, taxing things that are that are hard and heavy for her to do. She has to pull him in and out of that chair and dress him. And do. She has to do all those things. But I'm telling you, God handpicked the one. That's right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. She can do those things. She's a woman. That's right. She's a lady. Yes, sir. She is. God give her to you. Yes, sir. And give y'all us. I'm about to throw some. Fine examples of what God expects a home to be. Yes, sir. And in this a miracle, I'm way over my time. I know, but I, I'm just I'm, I'm I'm drunk right now. You just have to overlook me. I ain't thinking straight. Is this not amazing, Rain? Yeah. Yeah. This little, beautiful baby Blakely. And he's given Brother Jonathan the opportunity and the privilege to be her dad. She's asked him some hard questions through the years. But God's given him all the wit. This one's on the list. God's given him great wisdom in answering her. But you know what she'll be able to say one day when she's going to look for a husband? And he and, and this boy's interested in her, and he's a good independent Baptist King James totally Bible believing free believing dispensation. I mean he got all the ducks in a row, but he's he's not he don't know what he's gonna do. He probably gonna maybe try to get a, a, a online career, work from home, play Xbox, aka Call of Duty. You know what she'll be able to say to him, you low life scumbag. Yep. 
My daddy, he couldn't even get up and walk and clock, the, clock in in the morning, provided for me and my mama my entire life. That's what God's done in this home. Sound, brother. Sound doctrine. It's deep in my heart, son. You know what he wants for your home, Brother Sean? Sound doctrine. Yes, sir. You know what he wants for your home, Brother Caleb? Yes, sir. Sound up. Yep, sir. Did you know the answers to most of your problems are in the book? Yep, yep. They're in there. Amen. So I'm going to ask you this, Brother Chris Conner, we're going to be here at midnight. Thank you, son. I'll ask you this, and I'm closing, and, and we'll, I'll try to get back to the message and preach points. God ever let me. I want to ask you just one question. Now, just what we've talked about tonight. That's all Bible. So how sound are you in your doctrine? I know you know what's right. I, I've told you what's right. According to this book. So here's the real tale. Sound doctrine. It's not what you know. Sound doctrine is when you do with, do something with what you know. So ladies, are you discreet, chaste, quiet, and meek? Are you obedient? Are you keepers at home? Are you chaste? Men, are you temperate and grave and sober? Are you all those things that men are supposed to be? Children, are you obedient to your parents? Or do you back talk and fuss and fight and sow discord and fight with your sibling and all time raise cane and pitch a fit if you don't get your way? If that's the case, you're not very sound in doctrine. You want to have a good church, you got to have good homes. And so, if you're not as sound as you would like to be, I got good news for you tonight. There's an altar here. That you can pile in and say, God help me to be more sound in my doctrine. It's not my word. If you deny it and rebel it, you'll rebel His word. It's His Word. It's sound doctrine. These have came. Won't you come? Sound doctor.